So you're running the show this time. You ready? I don't know. You feel comfortable with that? I don't know. We'll see. If I start to fail, you'll hold me up. I don't know. Okay. You Count rarely me hold me up, so. That's not true. Okay. We'll see. Time will tell. Ready? Three, two, one. Hello, and thank you for calling the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Please leave a message and talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. This isn't the outgoing voicemail. This is the this, beginning of the show. This is how I want to start it. Oh, my God. You said for me to, to do it. Yeah. I, okay. Well, that was an experiment that we'll never do again. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. D- hi. I'm Christy. And I'm oh, wait. Jeremy. Scratch that. Um, you can listen to us. You can find episodes of, of Nerd Out Loud podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, or on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. Yeah, that's true. You yes. can do all those things. I'm Christy. And I'm Jeremy. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm never... <laughs> And I'm not going to edit any of that. I'm just okay, leaving perfect. it all in. I, and I want people to vote to see <laughs> if, if that was terrible or awesome. Your voice sounds so weird this week. What is going on? I have a cold. You don't sound like you. Oh, do you have a lozenge in or something? No. Oh, fascinating. It's all plugged up. Oh, well, hi, Christy. Hello. I'm back from my deathbed. Welcome back. Yes, I did um, think that I had Ebola this week. Don't make any jokes about that. No joking about Ebola. There'll be people in here in plastic suits, <laughs> and we'll e. be on style. the news. <laughs> um, Did you see that? Did you see the... The guy so- that pulled off the airplane? Yeah. Yeah. They had to, like... That was insane. I can't tell if... I saw a lot of news stories that were saying... Or, or I saw a lot of people that were saying... So somebody made a joke on an airplane. They coughed, and he said, I just got back from Africa. Maybe had I he have, really maybe just gotten back? Ebola. No, oh. he was just joking. And because he had made the joke, somebody complained to the uh, I, well, not the wait staff, <laughs> the flight <laughs> attendants, flight attendants, and the flight attendants apparently had some kind of policy that they had to follow through mm-hmm. that involved like calling the CDC or something. They had to delay the plane for hours. These people yeah. came on in the big plastic suits, pulled the guy off the plane. All that stuff. So I saw a mix of, I can't tell if I'm annoyed at the guy for making the joke or if I'm more annoyed at the fact that someone told on him that, well, somebody told on him and that there's no like fail safe in their plan for somebody that is like very clearly and obviously making a joke. Like Mm -hmm. it's, well, that isn't a joke. He's not funny. Yeah, but he was just was saying like a he wasn't actually like trying to convince people that he had Ebola. He just yeah. made like an offhand comment about like oh I have a I have Ebola, and everybody knows that you don't do that with like bombs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I feel like people don't know that you're not supposed to do that about Ebola. Anyway, I just feel like a little bit it's maybe people were a situation. It's going to become a, a situation where you're not even allowed to talk on planes. You just need to for the sit best. in your seat. Put your hands in your lap and just be very quiet. My favorite part was this: the flight attendant got up, got on the loudspeaker of the plane and said, this guy is an idiot. <laughs> like called the guy an idiot mm-hmm. over the loudspeaker. Um, now we have to do this. It looks way worse than it is. The guys come on. There's these three guys in these crazy like E.T. plastic suits. Mm-hmm. Immediately, probably 
25 cell phones go up mm-hmm. videotaping the whole thing and i took a screenshot i think i tweeted it or whatever of one of the there was a lady that as the people walked by she pulled her sweatshirt up over her mouth to, <laughs> like to, that's going to work to protect her from uh <laughs> to protect her from that uh the ebola and then uh but but still was still was holding up the 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 camera so mm-hmm. she was concerned enough about yeah, her health priorities. that she needed to put the sweatshirt up over her mouth mm-hmm. but um <laughs> not enough that she uh not enough that she would stop filming if straight to youtube straight to youtube yeah i so last week i had probably the worst cold flu whatever that i've ever had and i definitely was um googling ebola symptoms (laughs) and the thing is that the symptoms are the common cold basically yeah except for that you're you die yeah and then your insides like liquefy and fall out your ears and i really felt like my insides were (laughs) liquefying it was you sounded a little sniffly on last week's show and well we thought it was allergies remember oh no, I don't remember, but that's okay. Yeah, and then I missed uh What did you think of last week's show, by the way? We've hardly talked about it. I mean, you and I, over the last week, we've yes. hardly talked about it. We had Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris, the ultra-distance ultra marathon runner mm-hmm. in. I thought it was... I don't know. I thought yeah. it was interesting. I like talking to him. Chris is one of the most... I, I, I think... Hi, Chris. He's probably listening. Follow him on Twitter, by the way. At, at the Tove. Mm-hmm. One word. Uh... Chris is probably one of the most like unintentionally funny people okay. that I've ever met. Yeah. Like I, he kind of, I, in a very sweet, innocent way. I mean, he, he is like the nicest loyal guy you'll, you'll ever meet. And he is, I don't know. He's just hilarious. Even when he's not trying to be hilarious, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like if you, the, I, I screen like his first 30 tweets are just are gold. <laughs> are, they're just gold. It's um, like, I've heard so many stories of him for the last yeah. couple of years. Was it exciting to... He lived up to all of them. <laughs> yeah, he really did. <laughs> Although I I really wish that I had known you guys when he used to bring books to the beach. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I had a couple people. I had a couple people mention to me that they got... They were really interested in the times when he started mentioning that like some of the personal stuff about how we used to hang out all the time and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and how they really wanted him to go into those stories. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm I, fascinated that's... with the fact that here's this guy that wants to run hundreds yeah, see, of miles, but apparently everybody else was really interested in. <laughs> and that's what I wanted. I wanted him to come on and tell stories about. Yeah. Well, we'll have to, uh, we'll have use. to have him have to have him back on. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, guys. <laughs> this is what happens when we let Christy be in charge. Maybe she won't make fun of me so much now for uh, my preparation and trying to get the podcast ready. Mm, no, because still going to. Now you know it's there's pressure. There's pressure involved when you kind of have to keep the train keep the train rolling. Well, I'm used to you just interrupting me and going into whatever topic you want to talk about well it's because so. i actually plan stuff out so now i'm <laughs> i'm trying to let you drive the uh drive drive the ship here and uh so far you're just driving us into a ditch um let's talk about how you made the seahawks lose <laughs> i did not make the seahawks lose i i beg to differ on that one okay i just oh, i'm gonna get consensus from i'm gonna say from our friends. it was a combination of uh our, our offense couldn't show up for some reason just couldn't pull anything off Poor offensive play calling uh, had more to do with the sportsmanship of the actual athletes involved in the game um, than 
it did with my presence at the mm, game. <laughs> I don't know. Jeremy hasn't been to a game in six years. Yeah. Right? Yep. He goes this year and they lose. That that's, um, that's that's the conclusion I'm going to make. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And then also the house that I've normally watched the game, uh, she disinvited me. Got disinvited, yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. That was fun though. I um I enjoyed I enjoyed going to the Seahawks game. Also. Sure. There was uh some very rowdy drunk fans from the opposing team that uh, <laughs> I mean I watched one of them who was um slowly dumping out her beer on a probably watched her pour out twenty five dollars worth of beer, which is like one and a half beers and <laughs> um stadium prices uh, because she would just like be standing there and she was so drunk that her hand would be like slipping as like her body's shutting down <laughs> she now, do dumping you, beer all over the ground could you tell if she was straight from texas or if she was a local fan could you tell that how big was her hair oh uh, no they were from they were from out of the area oh so they yeah. were from texas they were visiting from okay. Dallas. yeah there was a lot of texas it. fans in, there, in and somebody got a somebody bought one of those airplane things and they had a banner that was flying over the stadium that said that's do you want to hear funny. something crazy this is exciting to nobody that's listening but very exciting to me do you know who just tweeted me just who? now who? literally tof that's the tof. weird yeah he what said what did he say twitter says i had 267 views this week thanks nerd out loud pod oh creepy it's, it's like he knew his ears were maybe burning. he ran here and his he's twitter, standing outside his twitter his twitter this ears tweet were is burning. coming from inside the house yeah when you talk like that just so you know it distorts the microphone i was trying to make it have like a sound effect oh okay yeah this is my podcast right i'm I driving this oh, okay. i get to do all sorts of things yeah so you you wrecked the seahawks um, i did i went to the seahawks game i didn't mm-hmm. wreck it but it was one of the uh, so you're not allowed pink, to go I wore anymore. pink for breast cancer awareness <laughs> To raise the awareness of breast cancer, I wore a nice pink hooded sweatshirt with my jersey, my Seahawks jersey. And you only got called gay once. Yep, only the once on the train on the way there. Uh, yep. So that, that, and then what else exciting happened this week for you, last week? Oh man, it was a very big week, Christina. So we've been teasing it for quite some time. We've been teasing, um... That uh, maybe some of these the legal situations are coming to a close, and that is true. Um, and we, I, I can share some bits and pieces with everybody, which is very exciting. But we can't get we can't get down in the dirt yet. Get to, yeah. So um, I attended mediation with my daughter's mother, and um, I should say this: part of the reason that I'm always a little bit apprehensive to talk about this stuff is because I don't necessarily want to, um, it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't do my daughter any good. If, if I'm, uh, if I'm just bad mouthing her mother, mm-hmm. you know, she still is my daughter's mother. She's somebody that I chose to have a child with mm-hmm. and, uh, she's going to be, I'm going to be in relationship with her in some form or another for, you know, the rest of probably the rest of my life, which is mm-hmm. a challenging thing to think about sometimes. But, uh, uh, you know, so I, I'm trying to have a positive attitude about it. I'm trying to um, see the best in people. Um, the last year, uh, more than the, the last couple of years, have been extremely challenging for a lot of different reasons. But, um, you know, I think, that, um, I think that my daughter's mom has the very best of intentions for uh, – in regards to, <laughs> in regards to um, 
parenting and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So I uh, a, a large portion of the legal stuff that I've been going through over the last year has been an attempt to get a parenting plan on file with Washington State. Um, and that is just a piece of paper that says, I'm the dad. This is the mom. This is the schedule of who's supposed to be watching the kid. You know, they call the mm-hmm. residential schedule where the child is during what times. And, um, you know, if like, if I have a friend that's a 911 call receiver and she told me, I was talking to her about this mediation thing and she told me that when they get a phone call about any kind of domestic situation, you know, domestic violence or any of that stuff mm-hmm. and there's kids involved, the, they ask one of the very first things they ask, ask them on the phone is, is there a parenting plan? Mm-hmm. Because the, the law enforcement will use that parenting plan to decide who's where the kids are supposed to be and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I did that is not something that I had with my daughter's mom in Washington state. And I don't know if this is a nationwide thing, but when you go through a divorce, you're actually, they won't even let you get a divorce in Washington state until you have a parenting plan on file because it's just, it, it's an important thing for mm-hmm. everybody. And a lot of my friends, um, I didn't have one of those in place because I was never married to my daughter's mom. And so when we separated it, there was no requirement for that to happen. But, um, you know, a lot of my friends suggested to me at the time, Christy included, Mm -hmm. um, that I get a parenting plan on file with the state. And, um, you know, at the time it just wasn't, I just didn't listen to anybody. And, um, I ended up regretting it. (laughs) So a large portion of the last year and a half has been me trying to get this parenting plan, um, to on file with the state. I, I started, how many times did I meet with her? Three, several. Yeah. I started some paperwork a while back. Um, I went and basically went to go turn it in and found out that because as we've talked about my daughter's mom, uh, at the time that she gave birth to my daughter was married to somebody else that, that man is uh there's there's a piece of paperwork even though i was on the birth certificate there's a Mm -hmm. piece of paperwork that needs to be filled out um and the 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 hospital explained this to us when our daughter was born that paperwork never got turned in i was under the impression that it had been turned in went to go try and file this parenting plan you know a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. or whatever a year ago and first had to get a bunch of other paperwork signed just to get to the point where i could even file a parenting plan because to file a, (laughs) because I can't just go file a parenting plan for anybody's kid. She has to be like legally my daughter. So there was all these steps to go through. Um, unfortunately, uh, my daughter's mom, there, there was some like issues with getting paperwork filled out and turned in, in a timely manner. And so we were kind of beholden to the case schedule from the court, which is, um, kind of a worst case scenario as far as timing goes and, you know, things ongoing and ongoing and ongoing. Um, and you know, I can't force somebody to sign papers and turn them in and respond to summons or mm-hmm. not summons, but, um, when they're served with paperwork and that kind of stuff. And so it's been, it's been a year plus process of getting this stuff done. And, um, uh, you know, if the parenting plan didn't get filed. We had a, a, have a court date, um, a trial down the road. And I was nervous about, I was nervous about letting it go to trial. Um, first of all, just because trial is extremely expensive. Um, and it's also, I mean, b- basically 
the point of trial oftentimes is to try and discredit the other person and mm-hmm. make the other person look bad. And it's very adversarial, which seems counterproductive to co-parenting mm-hmm. and <laughs> trying to work together towards something. Um, and also, um, unfortunately, I mean, Unfortunately, in many family court systems, there's oftentimes a bias that does not go in the favor of men. Um, And so by letting something go to trial, I was putting myself at great risk to take the residential schedule that I had with my daughter and have that potentially severely reduced, like by a lot. Because the the, uh, fallback for Washington is... Fathers get every other weekend. Yeah. And like one day a one week day or a something, week, right. like three hours, one not, day a week mm-hmm. uh, and, and every other weekend. And that, and that's the default for right. a child of my, my daughter's age. So I was putting myself at risk to lose the residential, the visitation that I had. I don't Which even is, like the word visitation because yeah, it makes so me gross. feel like not a, right. like I'm not an act. It so makes me feel like I'm like, I get to hang out with my daughter. Like <laughs> right now you have Friday morning through monday afternoon yeah and you didn't want to lose that yeah yeah i have a i had a pretty pretty good schedule and so um and so we had a luckily there are lots of services for um you know people that can't afford lawyers and stuff like that and we can talk about that in a minute (laughs) the whole lawyer situation but all that to say so this last week um me and my daughter's mom attended a settlement conference, it's called, um, where there's a lawyer that's a, a family lawyer from Washington State, um, in Washington State, or that serves and works in King County or whatever, that volunteers their time for the county to do these settlement conferences where they're trying to help people uh, mediate these any disputes that they might have to try and avoid going to court. Mm -hmm. And so we had that mediation and, um, there was some great stuff that came out of it and I don't need to get into all of the details, but I will say that, um, you know, we figured out vacation stuff and just logistics and Mm -hmm. some medical stuff and some school stuff and that kind of stuff, which is great. Um, but probably the biggest, piece of news or the the greatest thing is that we were able to agree on a residential schedule for my daughter that is um, fairly close to what was already in place. And so there won't be much of an impact on her, which is great. And, um, and it's, it's pretty much 50, 50 time wise, mm-hmm. which is, which is great because I mean, I, I feel like it's a no brainer that if both parents are, <laughs> if both parents are, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for, like capable or, mm-hmm. you know, um, then I, I feel like 50, 50, like that should be the starting point right. for, for everybody, regardless of whatever. I mean, basically as long as you're not insane and like strung out on drugs and whatever, I feel like 50, 50 should just be the starting point. And the fact that it's not is incredibly unfortunate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, so anyway, so yeah, that was kind of a big, that was kind of a big thing. I mean, it's not it's not all the way done yet. Um, we did the outcome of that was we you know a, a formal agreement that we signed, and it's it's a legally binding document. But um, so there's some you know just some odds and ends and other things that need to get done before it's all the way done. But it's very close. We made a lot of headway, and um, I'm excited to be able to share what I could. It was nice. It was a anxiety filled week for sure. <laughs> uh, I had legal representation up until <laughs> up until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, basically. So I don't know. I, I have to believe that there are good lawyers out there 
Uh, I have yet to have a positive experience with the three or four lawyers that I've no. met, I guess. Two. Oh, well, I guess that's true. The lawyer that I... The, the ones that work free the, yeah. for the clinics have the been ones, great. The, ones, the lawyers that I have met that are... Um, the three. We've that are now volunteering, worked with three that volunteer their time. That are time, volunteering their time for various amazing. King County programs. Um, and the, those have all been great people. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that these are the type of people that choose to volunteer right. their time. I'm assuming they're not, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I get, I'm assuming they're not getting paid for that. I don't, I don't really know how that works. Maybe know. they are, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, <laughs> the lawyer, so the lawyer that I started out with, uh, first of all, when this whole process first started over a year ago, I was looking for lawyers. The first lawyer that I went and talked to, I was under the impression that I was going for a, a free consultation. And mm-hmm. so we went, me and Christy went and like talked with this guy and, uh, uh, you know, sat down and talked about the situation and what we're hoping to do. And he gave me some advice and kind of some input and he was a little, uh, aggressive and mm-hmm. kind of like felt a little, um, I don't know, gross lawyer. I got mm-hmm. the gross lawyer vibe from him, <laughs> which, yeah. um, and so I, he wasn't necessarily somebody that I wanted to go with because I just I, – I wanted somebody that felt like I really – I didn't want somebody that was like trying to attack my daughter's mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just wanted somebody that – anyway, I just didn't like this guy's strategy. Or, and so uh, I received a bill from him a couple months later for mm-hmm. $500 because he billed out the hour and a half that we were mm-hmm. there talking with him, which was great. And I have attempted to dispute that and I'm now in collections for it. But. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then the lawyer that we ended up going with, we met and we really liked. And um, he was uh, at the firm that he was at. He was cheaper than everybody else. You know, yeah. I think he was like billed out at like $120 an hour, yeah. which is which is a good price for lawyers. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily that he was the cheapest one that we talked to, uh, but we liked him the most. And yeah, we had a great, great. Uh, time sitting down with him. And... Th- and then uh, he quit. <laughs> he didn't like how the case went and got disillusioned yeah, and sent I think us an email was, and then quit it was kind family of the, law. The straw that broke the camel's back for him. <laughs> he, he quit family law <laughs> in the middle of my case, which was not super mm-hmm. helpful. But um, but uh, so if I could have quit, was, I would have quit at that point too. He was not my lawyer anymore. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> that and was, they gave you the DUI lawyer. And then they gave me another guy, yeah, whose email address was like something like D something something DUI attorney at yahoo.com, which was not a good sign. <laughs> not a good sign. I, I was emailing my regular lawyer and not hearing back, and then all of a sudden I got this email from some guy that, at the same firm that was like, Oh, by the way, I'm your new lawyer. Uh this new guy that they assigned me knew nothing about family law. Clearly mm-hmm. there was issues in the paperwork that I was catching that he was missing right. and procedural stuff and, and th- issues that I was noticing that, that he was not noticing. And so and then I would, major him, stuff. I would ask him questions about this stuff and he would, he would say, Oh, um, I need to pull so-and-so in on this, yeah. this other lawyer. Um, and, uh, and, Come to and so this other lawyer was supposedly the expert in family law mm-hmm. at their place. So 
eventually he just stopped answering my questions and then this other lawyer became my new lawyer Mm -hmm. and none of this happened with any kind of conversation or oh by the way this is what's going on this is your new point of contact this is how it's going to work whatever also the guy that we originally hired was 120 an hour something like that the new person that i ended up with two lawyers later was over three hundred dollars an hour Mm -hmm. and uh and that's a lot of money. That's a big jump. <laughs> that's a lot of money. And none of this happened with any kind of conversation or anything. Not mm-hmm. that I necessarily would have wanted it to happen with any conversation, considering mm-hmm. the fact that <laughs> they charged us, that, yeah. that conversation would have cost me $30 mm-hmm. <laughs> because they have a 10-minute minimum charge. So a phone call that lasts two minutes is a 10 minute charge. That's $30. An email for her to respond to an email of mine, $30. A- anything like that, $30. $30. They get your a piece daughter's of- mom called. Yeah. They, charge to us. They get a piece of mail for me and they have to open it up. I get billed for her time opening it up and then passing it on to a paralegal. Mm-hmm. They bill me for 10 minutes of her time to pass to the mail to somebody else. And mm-hmm. then I get charged for the paralegal, which is a lower amount, a hundred dollars an hour or whatever, mm-hmm. I get billed out for that for her to put it in a new envelope and mail it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, so that was, I mean, and that was ongoing. So we're, you know, whatever, thousands of dollars in the hole for these folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, this, the new lawyer that I had sent, sent me a, it looks like we're heading to trial or whatever. And mm-hmm. she sends me a thing, you know, and says, Oh, by the way, we're going to trial and I have a $8,000 trial retainer. So I need $8,000 from you placed in the trust by 60 days before trial, which is next Friday. So she gave me seven days to come up with $8,000. I made a couple phone calls and tried to get a personal loan and got turned down and uh, quickly realized that I was just going to have to cut, cut ties with the lawyer. So I cut ties with the, I tell the lawyer that I can't, I can't pay the trial retainer. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then she writes me back and says, oh, okay, great. Well, I'll have to withdraw then, but I'd still like to help you with some final paperwork, but I need another $1,000 to get this. I need you to put another $1,000 in the trust mm-hmm. to get this. So then I just don't write her back. And then three or four days later after me not writing her back, she sends me all the paperwork that she said she was going to need, which I was like, oh, sweet. Maybe she was just trying to like throw me a bone on the way out. Like, yeah, right. here you go. I know you need this, whatever. Then I get the closing bill and find out that she just went ahead and did the paperwork. <laughs> charged you. <laughs> so yeah. charged me, you know, what, $600, I mm-hmm. think. So I got nice closing bill from, from her for $600. Yeah. And the worst part is... Um, They've, n- They've done, done nothing. nothing. Yeah, absolutely yeah. nothing. You're actually worse off yeah. than if you wouldn't have had a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to the legal system, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Justice is yeah. not not Mm-mm. so just. But I will say this. If you know anybody that's going through a legal situation, uh, feel free to send it my way because, mm-hmm. you know. I, uh, let, let my, let my life be a cautionary tale. <laughs> if you, my, and if you're together with someone and not married yeah. and you have a kid, even if you guys are kid, best friends, yeah. even if you're best friends and you think that nothing bad is ever going to happen, get a parenting plan. Mm-hmm. Just, just, that is the best time to do it when yes, you're getting when along you like and things are going well and you like right. each other. Just get a parenting plan. If you know anybody that has a kid with somebody that they weren't expecting and they're not married, whatever, just tell them to get a parenting plan because uh, 
it would have saved me <laughs> it would have saved me thousands of dollars and mm-hmm. more importantly than than the financial stuff it would have saved me you know there was over 2 months that i didn't see my daughter mm-hmm. and a, a lot of that could have been avoided had i um had i listened to my friends that were uh that were telling me well and so. also um a parenting plan made 2 years ago would have looked very different yeah well, it would have looked pretty close to what we ended up with. Right. But it wouldn't have <laughs> but, taken. Yeah. It wouldn't have been, uh, you know, thousands of dollars and two and a half months of me not seeing my daughter and everything else. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was my kind of exciting piece of excitement <laughs> for last week. <laughs> and I started this side project thing. I think I talked a little bit about it last week, didn't mm-hmm. I? This uh, 10, it's. Go, yeah, you can just go to the website, guys, if you want. 10710.com. It's not much more than a placeholder and a button to sign up for our mailing list. But <laughs> I would love it if you guys would go sign up for the mailing list. Just go to 10710.com and there's a link right on there. You just put your email address in and confirm it. And um, it will just you'll get emails as we kind of roll some stuff out. I actually have quite a bit of stuff planned Um uh, haven't you I'm done, excited about didn't it. you do a pretty big project with it? What do you mean? Well, the tick tone. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say. I mean, that wasn't. I helped some friends of mine. I helped the people over at Takedown just get their show. They we have some friends at another podcast, the Takedown podcast. Matt and Mike, they've both been on the show, but uh they were part of a podcast network and wanted to leave and so um there was just I kind of helped them set up their own thing independent Mm -hmm. which is um part of what i'd love to do basically i started this thing uh and i want to i have another two or three shows that i want to start and kind of start producing some more radio-esque type pieces to uh to put out and a couple other projects that i want to do um and then i also would love to have some kind of like I don't know. Consulting is such a weird word. I don't mm-hmm. like the word consulting because it makes yeah, me but think that's of the word. Luked in, l- looped in. <laughs> it makes me think of LinkedIn, like dude bros. Uh, no. <laughs> or people that are really into Salesforce. <laughs> but um, I would love to be able to help people, you know, set up whatever. Start their Just set up podcasts and set up stuff like Websites. that. So, yeah. I'm no. Um, expert but i'd love to help people like just do the stuff that they wanted to do because if when i was first getting started in all this if i could have paid somebody a couple hundred bucks to uh help me get everything set up and answer a bunch of questions mm-hmm. would have saved me a bunch of time and heartache and i would have loved it yeah but then you wouldn't have and known how i want to support now. like other people that want to do stuff like i want to help promote them and get the word out about them and all that kind of stuff so anyway all that to say that's been consuming a lot of my um Free thought time. <laughs> Free thought time. So your thinking time. Thing? Thinking time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So go check that out, guys. Ten seven ten dot com. Little plug. Little plug. Plug for you. Um, I guess the next thing we can <laughs> talk about. <laughs> did you uh, did you have anything that you wanted to talk about from last? From we last? pretty much just um being sick and being yeah. stressed out. I mean, about that all the was <laughs> legal yeah, stuff that all I had. of it at the same time, and um. It was the kind of sick where I would have, I had um, like fever hallucinations. I yeah. went home early on from work on Thursday. I don't remember how I got home. Yeah. I don't remember the drive. I don't remember anything. Yeah. And now I've passed it on. I did locate patient zero though. So <clears throat> he owes me. Who's patient zero? It, it was a guy that I work with who had had it like the week before and we we're working on a project. You share 
cutlery needles oh. um <laughs> we um what kind of job is this that you got <laughs> we've been working on a project and doing it two to three hours a day while he was sick in this tiny little conference room Ugh. so yeah that happened yeah <laughs> um so yeah he he started it um ellie now has it we think mm-hmm. um she was starting to get it so yeah we had a what, what, I don't know what you would say. An important date, a sure. significant date. Yeah, happened um, this week, right? Yep. Which is October twelfth. October. 12th. What happened on that day, Jeremy? Well, that was the day. That was the day we met. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so weird about it? Anniversary. I think. Well, we sell. We celebrate. We call it our anniversary, and I think that we kind of make a big deal out of it because of the, our our quote-unquote anniversary is a little uh that that's a moving target that's what, <laughs> yeah we should definitely talk about really this. a uh, there's not a real specific date that we can for sure nail down i say one date christie's others so there are there there's a yeah, our our anniversary is kind of a moving target. So the day that we always talk about, remember, because, probably just because it has significance and it's easy to remember, yeah. is is the anniversary of when we met. So two years ago, October twelfth, mm-hmm. we met. Yeah, we should tell the story because people always ask us and think it's really weird. Oh, okay. Because it is pretty weird. I don't think it's that weird. It's kind of strange. Okay. Okay, so. Um, we should have set it up where I tell the story and then you tell the story and like, you know, he said, she said kind of thing. Sure. Um, well, my version of the story dating back is that, um, I listened to this podcast called TBTL. The people that listen are called the tens. I've probably told this a million times. Um, and, uh, often we would try to get together mm-hmm. and have meetups doing different things. And it w- we would try to do it around the, the, whatever the the closest weekend day to the 10th was. And because it was the 10th month, we were trying to be like a 10-10. Um, we decided to meet up on the 12th that month. It's mm-hmm. October 12th. And we went to um, the Mandarin Gate karaoke because that has significance in the TBTL lore as well, this place. It's like a shitty Chinese restaurant that pours super strong drinks. And it's in Northgate. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was that was my version of the story is that I um, scheduled the meetup, invited people, a bunch of us came, and my friend at the time, um, another ten named Hannah, said, "Oh, I have I have these friends that I'm going to um, that I invited to come here," and I was like, "That's kind of weird. Do they listen to the show?" One. Or she she said no they don't I slept with one of them I'll teach uh, I'll I'll introduce you and I was like okay and then um, all of a sudden she's like oh those are my friends up at the bar and one was Jeremy and one was his friend other guy other guy I don't know. other um, guy other bald guy other guy Ryan yeah other guy Ryan and um, the rest is history the rest is history okay so it now was. you tell your story about getting invited and coming because it's really weird for you to come it's not that weird i don't know i i don't feel like it's that weird i was going through a horrible time i had gone through a really bad breakup and uh 
as a result, like with daughter's mom, kind of lost a lot of my friends because we shared a lot of friends, and so it put all of those relationships like in a weird place. And so uh, I didn't have, you know, that was kind of my community and my support system. Like this, been hanging out with this group of people, and I was lonely. <laughs> I was lonely and living in a church <laughs> that wasn't particular the best particular. Per- wasn't particularly the best environment. Um, I would go stir crazy because when I had, when I when I had my daughter, um, when I was living at the church, we, you know, my room there was not big. Mm-mm. I mean, a, a, my office at work right now is bigger yeah. than the room that I lived in with my daughter for a year and it a half. It was like a storage closet that you converted. Right? It was a small, yeah. It was a small storage space uh, that I had a futon in, but I didn't even fold out the futon because it that just was a futon. Was a, yeah, oh. because it was just a pain. No, it wasn't a futon. It was a, a I, sleeper yeah, couch. I started out with a futon. Oh, I didn't know you during yeah. futon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I quickly realized I wasn't even gonna. There was no point in me pulling out yeah, the futon. Yeah, because it wouldn't because open. <laughs> it, well, it would, but anyway, it was a really small space, small enough that when I did open up the futon, there wasn't a, a lot of space to walk. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you had. A, so when, I was depressed because I had a I had a child, and mm-hmm. when it, during my time when I had my daughter, I would just post up at the church, and it's you know it wasn't I didn't have a lot of friends that it, every once in a while I could talk people into coming over, but it's kind of mm-hmm. weird to try yeah, and get people church. to come over and hang out at a, at a church, in a tiny you know, room. in um, a tiny room. And, and I would oftentimes put my daughter to sleep, like in a bassinet in like another room adjacent to mm-hmm. me that would be locked and then move. Anyway, this is getting, yeah. I'm <laughs> getting way too in depth, but, uh, uh, I was depressed and lonely. And also <laughs> you didn't have a car when you didn't have her. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, because okay. my car, my car um, would go with would go with my daughter basically because I was trying to be supportive to my daughter's mom. So mm-hmm. it would send basically wh- whoever had my daughter had my car, and um, uh, so I had a scooter. Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> I sound like such a loser. <laughs> I didn't have any friends, and I had a scooter, and I had a kid, and I lived in a closet <laughs> in a church, and uh, uh. I the I uh, I basically just decided that like on the nights when I didn't have her I was going to like go out and try and meet new people and make friends and so mm-hmm. um anytime I would see like on Twitter anybody be like hey I'm doing this thing if anybody wants to come I would just be like eh, okay and um I followed this girl on Twitter and at one point she said I'm going to this movie no, you said I'm going to the movie, I thought. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe I did. I yeah. put out there, I'm going to this movie, and this girl said, I'll go. So she came to the movie, and then um, I fell asleep at the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we both fell asleep at the movie, <laughs> and it was like Batman or something, and I didn't even realize that I had fallen asleep until I saw it again mm-hmm. like a week later, and the whole movie made so much more sense because <laughs> I had fallen asleep during a pretty crucial time in the movie mm-hmm. anyway um so uh so i had kind of knew this girl or whatever on from twitter and then she invited me to this karaoke thing randomly and i uh went to the karaoke thing and there there you were <laughs> i went over to go talk to i went over to go talk to uh this girl hannah that i had met and uh and you were there 
mm-hmm. and we talked and you had been divorced and Hannah, I believe, was just going through a divorce yes. or had gone she through had a divorce. She divorced in September. And I had gone August. through my breakup and had mm-hmm. gone through a divorce year, if like a year and a half prior to that. Mm-hmm. And I also decided it would be a good idea to just tell you guys my whole life story. No, that, that was night. the second time we met. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the, I mean, not the second time we met, but so the first night it was very loud. That's you. you oh yeah. Commented it was karaoke. You hate. And we it were was karaoke. The first thing you said to me was, you look really familiar. Oh uh, yeah. Is that like a pickup line you have or no. just you really thought I looked familiar? No, I was probably just captivated by your beauty. I didn't oh, know geez. what else to say. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I said, I said something like, well, um, let's compare all of our friends, our Facebook and Twitter friends oh, okay. and see if, if we, why we would know each other. Yeah. And then I remember, okay, so this was a little backstory of me. I had been single for five years mm-hmm. and I hung out and with... I had been single for like five days. Right. So I was equally as lonely. <laughs> right. Well, you had been like double broken up with. Yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like double, <laughs> double the hurt. Um, so this group of my friends that I hung out with all the time were kind of always pushing pushing people. So if there was a single guy there, they were pushing and they would do this thing where if I was talking to someone, they would just kind of like slowly go away. Did you notice that? Like yeah, all of a sudden, it was annoying. <laughs> all of a sudden we're it's at dumb when wait, people do that stuff. Wait, well, well it was just talk. annoying. I don't know. It's, I didn't like that. It was so, it was just happening naturally. They didn't have to like awkwardly. Force right. It. That's true. And then you like, well, yeah. So we were like shouting across the table at each other and then you came over and moved. And that's when your phone was cracked, remember? Okay. Like there was like shards of glass all over because uh, yeah. you were trying to show me pictures of Ellie. Got it. Through the shards of glass. Um, and then we, I had just ordered Mangria that day and you were like, yeah, I should come over and drink some Mangria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> um, and then you said, I want to follow you on Twitter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you said, follow me on Facebook. Okay. Or find me on Facebook or something. Yeah. And then we just like didn't. There we go. Rest then is we, history. Yeah. Became friends and then more than friends. <laughs> then we <laughs> gross. <laughs> then we spent like you went to Canada the next day. Yeah. And then we like chatted all day on Facebook chat or whatever. And yeah. then we spent every single day that you didn't have Ellie. Yeah, we pretty much just together. started hanging out all the time after that. Until we moved very fast. Moved very fast. Yeah. Well, then I, then I broke up. With then you. you broke up with me, yeah. The yeah. first time. The first. We've had like multiple breakups and back together's, and but it wasn't real. I mean, you say broke up, but it wasn't really no. broke up because we weren't like a thing. We were just no. hanging out all the time, whatever. But like, we we're kind of fake dating. But no, no. At the at the beginning, we weren't even really fake dating. Yeah. I just had a huge crush on you. Yeah, and then you just stopped hanging out with me. Well, why? I don't know. Well, we're because I'll tell the story. Um, we don't need to get too into this. I, don't I know, but I understand. this part I want to. Um, we were hanging out every single day, um, hanging out in the church closet, <laughs> yeah. um, watching shows. Oh, that's a funny thing. Like the first time we hung out alone, pretty much, we watched that not 
this film is not yet rated. An extremely graphic movie. I think we've talked about it on the show yeah. before. Which is, yeah, that was a weird... It's a documentary about the rating system. And so, as part of the documentary, they go through and like explain why movies were rated R, why they were rated NC-17 sometimes. Right. So there's like very graphic, explicit sex scenes and stuff like that. So it's not, it was and that was like the first like movie that we like. Hey, come over to my house and watch a movie. Yeah. And it was a, so the film is not yet. So rated. I would stay there until like two, three, four o'clock in the morning. He would always fall asleep. Yeah. Um, and then like sometimes he would like hold my hand or like stuff like that. And then so I was like, oh yeah, this is happening. And I got a big crush on him. And then he tweeted, hey, what's a good idea for first date? Um, because yeah, because I was on OKCupid at the time. He was taking a girl on a date on OKCupid. Yeah. So then um, I was really upset about that. So I just like... But just to be clear, I mean, there was no... In our relationship at that time, there wasn't any like... We hadn't had like any kind of conversation about how like we're not seeing other people. No, 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 no. So just to be clear. No, I wasn't, I wasn't like mad at you. I know. So then I just texted him and said... Um, I have a huge crush on you, and now I can't be around yeah, you then because she made it weird. I've made it weird, and <laughs> but also like I, I was really upset. Yeah, I mean, I just said I wasn't upset, but I was because it's not not fun to see someone that you have a crush on like talking about a first date. Yeah, well, they were all horrible first dates, so don't feel too bad. So that so, was that was how we met. Yeah, yeah, there we are, there we are, guys. That's the origin story. That is the nerd out loud origin story. Part one. <laughs> Part two gets a little bit more graphic. <laughs> that anniversary is coming up pretty soon. Mm. That's not a date that I remember. So what? Um, are you joking? What? What? Are we, what? You are you joking? What do you mean? That you don't remember the the next date that I'm talking about? Oh, oh no. The meat anniversary. Not the, the meat anniversary. Right? The meat anniversary. I got it. M-E-E-T. No, you don't need to. <laughs> My family might be listening. Hi, Mom. <laughs> well, anyway. Listen at your own risk. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah. So that was, that's it. And yeah. we're, uh, we're out of time, folks. <laughs> well, I just want to do a, a plug. Tonight we have decided that we will probably be going to Kansas City for the Seahawks Chiefs game. Yeah. Which In is December. November. November. Yes. Ooh, that's coming up quick. It is coming up quick. Jeremy and to... Craig from Eureka Podcast. Yes. Get ready. We are pack coming your, your bags. way. Pack your bags because well, we're meeting in they, Kansas City. Well, you want them to pack their bags and leave because we're coming? Yeah. No. And come to Kansas City. Oh, yeah, because it's like two hours away. Yeah. But Craig's there every weekend. Pack your bag. Oh, yeah. Oh, so we man. might need to get to meet I doubt the it. girl. I don't think so. I think that they like they keep their like podcasting lives and their live lives like separate from each other. Well, I talked to I talked to Jeremy about that and he said, I don't think that my wife will want to meet you because it's like really weird. And I said, tell him you want to go on a on a triple date with a friend. And he's like, she might be into that. So he can just kind of uh, do that. Well, even the girl that we're going to be going with, friend of the show, Katrina, she thinks it's really weird. She goes, if you're going to be meeting those podcast friends, and I'm just going to stay at the hotel. <laughs> well, she didn't say that about the podcast friends. She said that about um, 
she thought it was like a TBTL thing. Or yeah, something. she thought it was TBTL. She's like, oh, I know She's like I've but already been to so them, many. Once we told Katrina that they have heard her on the podcast. Yeah, she's and very that, excited. That she all of a she wants got to have fans. It, yes, so. she definitely wants to have fans. <laughs> she always says, I got six Facebook friends yeah. from being on the show. Yeah. So we will probably Katrina be. Poopcast too, I believe. Yes. Her, I think we episode. will be um, there in Kansas City the 15th through the 17th. Yeah. So any uh, Kansas City listeners that want to hang or out. Or anyone in the Midwest. Or anyone in the Midwest. Pack your bags. <laughs> pack, yes. Pack your bags and, and meet us. Meet us at, under the under the archway. No. Nope. <laughs> Different nope. city. <laughs> Different yeah. city. Meet us. Uh, what's in Kansas City? Uh, uh, ribs. Ribs. <laughs> yeah. The International House of Prayer. I pretty much can guarantee nobody listening knows what that is. Yes. But maybe Jeremy. Right? Maybe. Maybe. Um. Going to the Midwest in the middle of winter is really stupid, and I vowed when I was leaving Omaha that I would never go back in the winter yeah. or the dead of summer, and mm. I'm going back. So we'll see. We'll see. Returning to your childhood roots. Well, kind of, yes. Maybe we'll get tornadoed. Is it that? It's probably no. not that time of year. No, it's not. Yeah. It's a blizzard. Well, hopefully uh, we just storms. won't get murdered. <laughs> yeah, going to the. <laughs> I think somebody oh was killed gosh. outside of Arrowhead Stadium how, last year. Right? How far is uh, what Ferguson from there? Very far. Oh, very, because very if far. it was close, you'd want to go for sure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Terrible. Got to knock that. I got to get getting arrested for civil dis- disobedience is uh, on, on, your bucket on my list. bucket list. <laughs> of course it is. So look forward to that. Yeah. Spoiler so alert. That's exciting. Hopefully. The curse won't be yeah anymore because oh the football curse right yes, yeah because you, you're convinced you're that me going to the game had anything to do with them losing yeah which is insane so um Christy I I do have I do have a little piece of news it's a space news yeah okay. everybody's favorite segment it's not everybody's it favorite it is everybody's favorite. <laughs> Yeah. You're a liar. Okay, so I have two. I, Wait, uh, let me put on the timer. I have two pieces this time. So then three minutes is definitely And I'm going to post a link to this article. I want you guys to read this because this is and go. this is a little informative. So, Christy, how fast do you think the space station is going? Well, I know that you tell me every time it's going over us, so it has to be going... Eight kilometers a second. It has to be going eight kilometers a second. Can you tell me in American what that know, means? No. Do you know why? Do you know why it has to be going eight kilometers a second? Do you know why it has to go so okay, fast? Here's the thing. I don't know if that's fast or slow. Eight kilometers a second? Are you kidding? I, d- I don't know. A kilometers. 5K is three miles. More than three miles a second it's going. It's literally okay. going faster than a bullet, I, be- I believe. So, Don't the people get dizzy? Oh my God. Okay. So this is the reason that it has to be going so fast, mm-hmm. Christina, is to keep it from space. falling back to earth. It's not that difficult to get something into space. So, because it's only space is, you know, it would take you three hours to drive. If you could drive straight up into the sky, it would take you about three hours to drive to the space station. Okay. About. Let's do that. Right? No. Okay. <laughs> You're such a nerd. <laughs> so... So it would take you about three hours to drive to the space station if you could drive st- straight up. It's, so it doesn't take that much energy to get something into space. The problem is keeping it there. In low Earth orbit, where the space station is, the effect of their gravity is pulling it down about as much as it would be if it was here on Earth. It's trying to 
to pull it down to earth. And so the reason it has to be going so fast is because it's going fast enough that it is falling, but instead of falling straight down, it's falling sideways and it's pulling itself in an orbit around the earth. So how is it moving? What do you mean? How does it go that fast? Well, when it's not using gas, the pieces it? of it, when the pieces of it initially went up into space, mm-hmm. the the rockets they were on, they didn't just go straight up into space and shoot up into space. They went up and kind of over. And that's what takes so much fuel to get something into orbit is it has to get it has to be it has to get up to speed. It has to get up to going that fast. So it's the gravitational pull is just making it go that fast. There's no no fuel involved. Not now. Not now. There was a massive amount of fuel to get all right. the pieces up but there. Now but there's doesn't... nothing slowing it down because there's no there's no wind resistance because it's in space. So there's nothing but slowing I'm, it down. I'm not joking about this question. Can they feel that speed? No. Why? No, they can't. Uh, because I don't know, actually. I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. Thank you. It has something to do with it being in space. You didn't call me an idiot or <laughs> laugh at me. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to post a link to this article because it's absolutely fascinating. And it explains in, in very easy and simple cartoons why uh, gravity, why things have to be going so fast and why it takes so much fuel to get something up into space. Ooh, sorry. Sorry. Mm. Okay. You can do the other one. What's that? You can do your other. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, so I uh, you always complain about mm-hmm. you always complain about slow drivers this week in space news, oh. right? And not only do you complain about the segment, you complain about the content, and you complain about the uh, exorbitant cost mm-hmm. of the space program. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read you a list. That's We're not even going to get into these details. Let me just ask you if you are thankful for any of these things. Calculators. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, but you just made fun of me for having a calculator the other day. I did. For having a calculator because you have one built calculators? You have one built into your phone. Do you do you mean the yeah, concept of like the TI eighty three? Both both. Are you thankful for the have you ever used a calculator? Are you glad you yes. had it? Okay. Cell phones. Mm. <laughs> Digital wristwatches. N- no one wears a wristwatch anymore. GPS. Yes. Yes. Infrared cameras you probably don't care don't, about. Laser surgery. No. I, I, no. I don't Pacemaker know. batteries. Uh, sure. Personal computers. Sure. Sunglasses. Well, I did have a really nice pair of sunglasses. <laughs> Someone broke them. Ultrasounds. Okay. Water purification systems, like the Brita filter that you have in your refrigerator yeah. as we speak. Christina, I have news for you. Every single one of those things that I just mentioned was developed, designed, invented because of the space program. If it was not for the space program, if it was not for programs like NASA, if it wasn't for those kind of scientific advances, you would not have many of those things. Also not listed Velcro, Tang, the the go-to inventions that people attribute to space exploration. The cell phone camera, the cell phone camera exists because of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. The the people that put Curiosity on Mars and are driving it around are responsible for the cell phone camera. The cell phone camera would not exist as it is today if it were not for the space program. So why cell phones? What did that? Well, I don't know. Like I don't know the story behind each one of those things, Uh, and I can get them for you if you're really actually interested. But 
I'm just trying to because I'm, I'm interested. To, well, I'm I'm just trying to explain to you why this is among the reasons that there is benefit and value to the space girl. Not to mention like the things that we've learned about weather and about how the earth works and about the origins of the universe and about preparation for the fact that we are very likely on a path to destroy the earth and if we want humanity to continue we will have to find ways to live elsewhere things like that so i have a question about tang okay does that mean all powdered beverages i don't know yeah no was tang the first powdered beverage (laughs) yes it was Mm -hmm. okay it was so then i'm thankful for hot chocolate Mm -hmm. okay I don't like the term thankful for because that okay. seems really weird. Well, you know, coming up on Thanksgiving. Happy, excited. Canadians just celebrated their Thanksgiving. We're on our way to celebrating ours. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's one of my coworkers had off yesterday for um, Gross. for Canadian Thanksgiving. Canadians and then I said, gross. is that going to tide you over till real Thanksgiving? <laughs> he did not like that. Yeah. I saw a funny tweet from a Canadian that said, you know, we can just call it Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, if you live in Canada, don't call it Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. What what I so think is I can save this rant for when it's real Thanksgiving <laughs> because I have a lot of feelings and thoughts about Thanksgiving. Um but it it seems weird that they eat the same food as us. It is weird. No. I'll save the I'm going to pinpoint that and maybe that can be my drone strike yeah we gotta make use of that sweet sound effect that we got you gotta you gotta start hating on some stuff you could have had a you could have had a drone (laughs) that's a given that's a given i wish i had a time machine and could go back two years oh my god and unmeet you (laughs) you're the worst (laughs) you've you've been so mean to me today All right, guys. Well, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, let's um, thank you for dialing. No, back in. I'm doing this. Oh, okay. Let's dial it in, folks. Thank you for listening to the the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we really enjoy your feedback. Oh, I forgot to tell talk about my the segment that I want to do. Should I just save it for next week? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, we really will enjoy your feedback. Please post reviews on itunes if you haven't already um how do people get a hold of us christina they can call us on our cell phone number which is 206-588-5463 we like drunk dials yeah oh go ahead no well if you might have not you maybe you're driving maybe you're on a uh uh, elliptical machine right now. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not able to write that number Maybe down. Maybe you have no hands. I have good news for you. You can just go to nerdoutloudpod.com and there is a contact button on there. There's a page that just contact us, has our email address, our phone number, our uh, uh, an anonymous form where you can ask us a question anonymously. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We All need more stuff. questions. We need to do a part two. Yeah. And you can email us. Uh, Christy now gets the emails from for the show. Our email yeah. contact is on there as well, nerdoutloud at 10710.com. And tweet us at nerdoutloudpod. Facebook, nerdoutloudpod. Find or... us. Talk to us. Interact. We love it. I need it, guys. I need it. It keeps me going through the week. I it does. It. That's why he hasn't had me on the email list until now. Because he knows that the fans really just want to talk to me. <laughs> and so he has been hogging that. But now he's decided to. Yeah. Now we both get it. So if you guys send an email address to the show, it will uh, arrive both in my inbox and in Christina's. Mm-hmm. So we want to hear from you guys. Um, yeah. So we want to hear from you. Tell a friend. 
Tell an enemy. Oh, that's a good listen. one. Listen. Yeah, tell a friend. Find a friend, then tell the friends. <laughs> okay. And make them listen. I feel like we're just rambling at this point. I'm, this is how I end the we show. bring this puppy. This is how I end the show. And you can listen to us through iTunes, Stitcher, Soon Where Marketplace you? Okay. if you are DJ. DJ. <laughs> Um, on your computer, on your personal computer. Oh my God. Stop talking. <laughs> a little delirious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anywhere. And follow Christy on Twitter. Yeah. At fake fake Ned Yost, right? <laughs> He's on pretty tw- funny. Twitter.com slash fake fake Ned Yost, I think. I think that I'm obligated <laughs> to have a threesome with him and his wife. I think so too. When I go to Kansas yeah. City. Oh, that'll be so interesting. So that's happening. I'm coming for you, Yost family. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, we're definitely done. Thanks for listening, oh, guys. Okay. Christy, do you have any last words? No, you have to say it today. We're, we change places. <laughs> oh, no, I don't even know it. I don't even know it. Don't no, you like say it, your thing. You got to say um, it. I don't care if you love or hate our podcast. Just don't talk shit and don't make up lies about me. Yeah. Hey, and you know, from the looks of uh, the recording time so far, if I was a lawyer, this episode uh, i i'd be billing you three hundred dollars for this episode wow yeah can we earn three hundred dollars from this episode no all right guys oh. bye now you say it let your nerd flag fly do you want to read the thing i i'm doing my own thing oh my god that was horrible we start over? No, it's fine. Why was it horrible? Because I laughed. You do your thing. Do your thing. Okay. Be Ready? you. Even if you is uh, unfunny and not entertaining. <laughs> okay. We're going to start over again. Okay. Asshole. <laughs>